Okay, Andrew, it's Peter again here at TGS Talks. How are you today? I, I am very well, Peter. Thank you so much. I'm very happy to be doing some more TGS Talks accounting. Right. Okay. So what have we got? I, I'm looking at the board here yeah. and there's a lot. Tell yeah. us, talk us through it. Yeah, this board is always full of stuff, but we've been very busy in TGS last week and the last couple of weeks. So we talked to Dr. Eve Poole about AI mm-hmm. and how that well, not just how that is going to replace accountants and auditors and tax advisors and what we can do about it. We've met with the audit interest group. We've talked with the TGS Africa development group. I've given a presentation to a new member in New York called the A-Team, not to be confused with the 1980s television series, but in fact, (laughs) a, a very strong accounting firm there, where I was explaining to them, what is the point of TGS for us? For the staff, what's yeah. in it for them? Yeah. Very important. Yeah, yeah. We've had a meeting with the international business coordinators of the network. These are the people who are responsible. Charged. They're charged. charged with getting referral business for their firm, yeah. for re- logging that referral business in the system, and for generally generating business. Right. We'll, c- we'll come back to that yeah. one because I mean that's so important. Mm-hmm. And then the activator power. Yeah, that's another. The, the power hour concept yeah. is. Uh, how can you systematically in a process win new clients and win more business from your existing clients? Yeah, I mean, it's, we've talked yeah. about this before, this idea of business rolling in, providing a, satisf- a very satisfactory yeah. service, everybody being happy. And, and, and we, we discussed this whole notion about providing the best quality service that you can. And members love that. Mm. Teachers love that. Professionals love providing the best service, but that's when the business rolls in. Yeah. Now, business is rolling in differently. It's rolling in through networks, it's rolling in through contacts, and you have to go and get it. Yeah, exactly. And that's the big shift. Isn't yeah, it? it's a huge shift. And I think that's the, that, the, the power hour links right up with the industrial revolution idea. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. These notions of compliance, yes, they still exist. Yes, there are more regulations. You can be an expert about it, but the clients are not necessarily coming to you to have this done. So it's mm-hmm. uh, well. Uh, anything else there on that we're going to touch on? Uh, yeah, we and in the future, what's in store for TGS? We're going to talk about there's going to be early bird reservations for the conferences in right. Costa Rica and okay. in Singapore. There's a new edition of the TGS Experience magazine coming out, mm-hmm. and there are two annual general meetings, AGMs, more three-letter um, acronyms from of TSI, the structure which holds the intellectual property of the network, uh, the brand, the logo, and TGS itself. All right, okay, so that's that important detail. But let's go back to the very beginning when we talked last week with Dr. Eve Poo about artificial intelligence. She has just produced a book, Robot Souls, mm. Programming in Humanity. We talked with her about the effect that artificial intelligence is having, having on are solid middle class. Mm. So, what did she say? Yeah, she said that we have to be more careful how we program this artificial intelligence and that we may be looking at it too much as an expert, as we tend to do, to make it the best we can, you know, leaving out the, you know, mistakes and hesitations and uh, creativity that we think people, we have as yeah. people have. Yeah. Uh, and maybe this is, well, definitely, this is something to bear in mind going forward as AI takes over 
the kind of you know expertise parts yeah, yeah. of our jobs the kind of advisory again we hear this again advisory and more creative uh, linking human factor is going to have to be done by us the, the professionals it, it was a great exchange because i mean the, the the book takes you through a whirlwind tour of the moral ethical and scientific developments mm. in in artificial intelligence and the implications of that but it also related it to very very well-known shared experiences through science fiction things like Star Trek or um, Star Wars or Doctor Who. So it was a very relatable thing. I mean, if you haven't listened to it, strongly recommend you do and also get the book because it really is fascinating. Covers a lot, very intense, but extremely uh, approachable style and one of the big things about artificial intelligence being programmed into uh, into um, robots is this idea of self-determination and free will and one of the questions I asked her was about sort of human behavior why would you want to put in the negative aspects of human behavior pride greed wrath envy lust gluttony sloth all those things and she said well it hasn't stopped the human being from developing mm. we've had all that mm. that's our junk code she was saying mm -hmm. and you know the fear one might have is if we allow the junk code to develop in robots is that not going to replicate what we have been doing and she says no they will learn to evolve better and better yeah i mean all those negative aspects that's where a lot of our regulation comes from yeah and it's a way of regulating yeah. the, the artificial intelligence. It's how we do it, which means there's a big role, isn't it, for auditors and accountants? Yeah. We mean, once there are rules in place for compliance and regulation, uh, why not for the for the artificial intelligences? And you're quite right. The book itself is a superb uh, primer to understand everything you need to know to make informed decisions about artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. To have a a, a, a a good conversation about it. And a good thought about yeah, it in yeah. the future. And, and if you're not speaking about it now, you will be because uh, your competitors will be yeah. uh, and uh, the impact that that might have on the margins that you can make uh, from the work that you can undertake. Um, and you mentioned about regulation. It's also interesting to see how around the world different regulatory bodies are having more or less impact effect teeth indeed mm. to mm. regulate what's going on so depending on where you're listening to this podcast you may have a different regulator yeah you? absolutely and in fact the what regulation is coming is that will be a new tgs newsletter coming up to fill you in on all the regulations wow. so which algorithms need to be audited what are the um, obligations in your country, in Europe. I know they've got lots of uh, regulations for yep. algorithms and absolutely. And, and it's and just come out version. So we're keeping an eye on that. Excellent. Okay, so that was good. Listen to the podcast. Read the book. Um, you will be, uh, I think, very, very well informed um, to take this conversation forward in your firm. Uh, then we move on to the audit interest group, which happened. Uh, just yesterday. Yes, yeah, amazing. Um, the interest groups, in a sense, of TGS, these are maybe every couple of months, we have a, an hour-long session where anyone can drop in if they have an interest in auditing. There's a group for legal services, there's a group for the future of accounting, and, and a group for tax. 
So this week's session was pretty interesting because it followed on from uh, an issue or an opportunity which came up last year. Yeah, yeah. It was France was leading the discussion to, uh, uh, yesterday and it was following on from um, a request for further information that arose in last September's uh, meeting. I think it was Justin in Kenya mm. who had uh, raised the prospect of bidding for... Justin in Uganda. In Uganda, yeah. my apologies. Um, so um, the idea of bidding for contracts to audit UN and EU um, uh, funds. Yeah, so these funds, this is like, do we say fund, but these are a lo lots of money, isn't it? We're talking billions. Yeah, like billions of dollars, hundreds worldwide. of billions of dollars yeah, being yeah, yeah. Uh, allocated yeah. by. Yeah. Uh, and, and and there's 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 a sort of a cycle yeah. in this. Uh, you apply in a certain time. You audit during a certain period, um, and then you bid for new work or yeah. repeat work throughout the year. And I think last September it was too close to the yeah. deadlines to submit yeah. any new bids. So we thought we'd bring this back to the to the to the fore. And France very kindly did us a presentation on, uh, France is based in New York, mm. and he did a presentation on the, um, the process, um, the, the request for proposals, and um, the long-term agreements that, that, might, that might emerge from yeah. uh, these contracts. It requires, um, it requires getting information, it requires finding uh, the partner firms who will be best suited to applying for, on a local basis, in local countries across the world, to the countries that have the biggest disbursement of these funds. And France and other members of the network who have been successful in getting these funds can advise, can help, can support, can bid with Mm. Uh, other uh, companies in the network, other members in the network. So it's very much an action thing and we sort of left the meeting with a working group of the people who are present. So shout out to Lillian, Sharad, Mikael and Valeria who were there uh, and are now heading up this working group to yeah. establish. So just to, be, just to be clear, I hear hundreds of billions of dollars. I do, But yes. that's not the opportunity because the, the UN and the EU, they... they spend these development funds they on do. projects. Yeah. And the opportunity for our TGS members is to audit exactly. these funds and the use of these funds. And every dollar spent needs to be audited. Okay, so this is ideal. So like, if you're not in this, you could be. Uh, and if you would like to get uh, into some of this, uh, these auditing opportunities, Absolutely. joining the interest group. Join the interest group, um, and we'll put details out okay. how they can get in touch with each other. Excellent. Um, okay, so that's definitely one to do. Uh, there's a lot of money out there, a lot of funds needing to be audited, and you can have a bit of that. Sometimes it works. I mean, France has a lot of experience yeah. in this, um, focusing, I think, particularly in the Caribbean. Definitely, yes. Yeah. Um, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. You don't get the bid, it goes to another mm. contract. But even if you don't win, you learn from having Applied. And you might get it next time because exactly. these contracts are renewed every three years, yeah. I think. And, yeah, uh, the bigger so ones are, have yeah. to change. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay, so log on and get in touch with it. You can start by finding out more information on the United Nations marketplace. You can sort of sign up to that to find out what 
development aid is going to that particular country. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's the first step. Find out what it's worth to you mm. and then get in touch with another member firm in that area. See if you can um, bid for one of the... That's categories. the questions, isn't it? I mean, the questions, key questions is what's in it for me? Yeah. Uh, where would I be involved? So start asking those questions. Absolutely. Yeah. And the support and the uh, expertise is yeah. in the network. Yeah, and there are two useful people to speak to if you meet them at a conference. Three useful people. You've got France, who's an expert, Maggie in China, who tempted one, yep. and uh, Mikhail in Indonesia, who's also been trying for some of these. So that's, they're probably worth having a conversation with to see how they did it, what opportunity they were going for, and what happened. Right. Uh, which leads us on to there's a lot of opportunity in Africa um, for this kind of auditing. And we met last week with the TGS Africa development team in the region. And uh, they are a very dynamic group. We've met many times. In Marrakesh, the day before our regional conference, there is an Africa development um, special event, Managing yep. Partners. Yep. And it's, I'm very happy to welcome back Kishani. Uh, who, if you were in uh, ACWA, the African Congress of Accountants, in 2019, she was with us as part of 123 uh, Consulting in South Africa. Uh-huh. And now she's back as uh, working with TGS South Africa. Yeah. And she has partly the responsibility for helping develop uh, TGS in Africa. So she'll be working with us to make sure um, existing members are active, to help um, make sure people are identifying business opportunities and sharing them with each other. Yeah, very, and very it, it sounds just tying into what we've just been talking about. It sounds like that ties in quite nicely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah. it's all part of the same part of the same thing, and also ties in to the international business coordinator meeting we had last week. Leshan, uh, thank you so much from South Africa, was present at that meeting and had many good questions. Number one, if you've not been in the network for a long time, you may be thinking, what is an international business coordinator? It seems like the name says what it does on the on tin. tin. Yeah. But basically, an international network, there's a lot of referral business. Country A refers business to country B. But to track that, there's a platform online where you, if you get a referral from the network or if you give a referral, you log this on the platform so that we can track the money changing hands and also help you make more money you know yeah. this works this is a good idea and the international business coordinator is also responsible for sharing information about the network mm-hmm. with the staff uh, in the firm because you know there's a that's a point of contact within the network which will diffuse the information throughout their member firm because not everyone is thinking about TGS. Of course. But the International Business Coordinator is thinking about TGS. All the time. We are thinking about it all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and if you've got questions about the network, that's your person to ask. Yeah, yeah. Your International Business and Coordinator. And I, I think you're right in this, uh, particularly emphasizing this um, coordination role because, you know, it can be difficult and, and perhaps daunting to be thinking that you're based in country, I don't know, somewhere far east, yeah. uh, wanting to get in touch with somebody the other side of the globe. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's what the network's there for. Yeah, exactly. And traditionally, traditionally, that's not the word, but often, yeah. because I've got quite a familiar face among the network, mm. if a member thinks, hey, I need to work with someone in Cambodia, mm. um, who should I call? Oh, I'll call Andrew. 
that's one option of doing it. It's maybe not your fastest option, but there may be an international business coordinator in Cambodia. Yeah. So how do you do that? You would look on the TGS hub uh, or contact a regional leader, uh, Mikhail, in uh, Indonesia, and he'd put you in contact with the person who's going to have the right answers yeah. straight away. So yeah. it's that, that kind of uh, linking factor. Okay, so international business coordinators. Then we move on to, now this is so important, yeah. the power hour. Yeah. I mean, it's really focusing your mind, your attention, and your tasks for one hour. Yeah. Talk us through it. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, this is maybe been slightly misunderstood because we linked the power hour to the ESG activator. But that's, it's maybe, it is, it is linked to it. But um, the ESG activator is our toolkit for um, diagnostic and advisory services around ESG, which is a growing, growing market. But the idea is, if you focus your time one hour every day or one hour every week even, mm -hmm. it's going to be a good benefit of setting a list of people that you should call. Maybe it's an existing client, maybe it's a potential client, maybe it's a referrer, someone you know, to phone them up uh, with a list of questions that you have just to get a yes or no. And maybe you're going to say, uh, would you like to have more information about our ESG activator? Uh, or, you know, uh, have you planned your audit for this year? There's a way of uh, reaching out to clients to develop more business. And it's been proved in so many academic papers. If you've done your MBA or a PhD or sort of thing, you'll say you having a process is hundreds of times percent more efficient than having no process, yeah. even if it's not a very good one. If you have a process and you can stick to the process, you will be successful in what you're trying to do. Yeah. And the power hour is focused time to help you stick to your process. Right. Okay. So, um, in fact, I heard uh, my, mm -hmm. my favorite memes of last year was oh, on, in, in Walmart. Okay. In their in their staff rooms, they have a sign up which says, "Please don't think outside the box. Follow the process." So this power <laughs> hour is, you know, it's good to be creative, but also having a process. You know, business development is is seems impossible, mm -hmm. but in fact, with a process and a structure, it's you get great results. Do you watch the bear? No, I've heard about it. It's you got to watch the it. cooking it's, one. It's the cooking one. It's superb. Uh, and without giving anything away, yes. there is, however, uh, the equivalent of your meme. Yeah. When there's a guest slot by Olivia Coleman, and yeah. she uh, li lives by um, something that she learned from her from her father, I think, in the story, and she says, "Every second counts." Mm. And and and. Yes, it does, mm -hmm. and and there's a focus, there's a there's a there's an intensity, um, and what happens is that the process becomes naturally absorbed mm -hmm. into a way of thinking, mm -hmm. and if you can get to that point, mm -hmm. you're going to achieve that level of. Yeah, this is another thing to dig into. That's great. I will watch the bear, but I remember we our former member in Malaysia mm -hmm. uh, was. Uh, Chang and Co. Mm -hmm. And the managing partner of Chang and Co. was a very charismatic character who would speak very fluently. And his favorite film was Jerry Maguire, <laughs> which was the, but not, not because it was, not because of Show Me the Money, Show Me the Money and all these quotable <laughs> things, and Tom Cruise being quite a, an entrepreneur. But he says, 
the whole film was a very good example of the balanced scorecard in action. Uh -huh. So again, a process. If we do this, this will happen, which means we will be able to do this, yeah. which means we will improve. A cycle of improvement. And you think that's important. And if you, if you, if you are not working through a process, uh, you will not be as efficient. Mm -hmm. uh, and the same place, like uh, Olivia saying, every second counts. Yeah. It does, and if it's in the, in the process. Okay, right. So, uh, moving on. We've got some early bird reservations. Yeah, so the, I guess the, the rest of this uh, little podcast is um, uh, uh, alerts of what you should be uh, looking for. Yeah, the early bird reservations for the regional conference in the Americas, Costa Rica. In uh, Asia Pacific, in Singapore, will be towards the end of February. So usually you can save about two hundred euros per participant by signing up in the early bird. So there's a week right. where it's cheaper to reserve. So please keep an eye on the website, keep an eye on TGS LinkedIn, so you make sure you you, you benefit from that. Right. Okay. And then uh, the experience. Now this is the in-flight magazine. Yeah, TGS in-flight magazine. So uh, we have a magazine once a quarter which uh, collects um, articles from members of the network about a particular topic. Uh, this quarter we're talking about um, the revolution in the professional services, a bit of AI, mm -hmm. a bit of remote working, uh, nearshoring, um, things like this. So that's short articles um, from TGS members. Nice, nice to read. Nice to send to your clients. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, nice sure. How international you advice. are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and finally, then I think is that right? The AGM's coming yeah. up. Yeah. They've got um, two annual general meetings. Uh, if you are a shareholder of either TSI, which is the structure which holds the intellectual property of the network. Be aware that that's happening. You will get an email, you'll see what's happening. Uh, and also the annual general meeting of TGS itself, if you're a shareholder, which I mean, we're speaking to 44 or 45 people when we say that now. Yeah. So the TGS members, mm, most of them, or more than half anyway, own the network. Yeah. So they are present at the AGMs and have a directive influence well. <laughs> about what happens in the network. But also, keep your eye out for a mail coming from our President Mark. President because Mark. there is an opportunity to buy more shares or to buy some shares yeah. in the network. So you too could be a shareholder and be present at the next AGM and have your say about how the network is run. It's unique, I think, in terms of networks and associations. We're the only one where the members actually own it. Right. Excellent. Okay, right. So I think we've come to the end, actually. We've come to the end of our list. Um, I think uh, what, what's sort of most impressive is the range and scope of activities that are taking place in the network. But there will always be more. So if there are people listening out there yeah. who want to suggest a topic, yeah. by all means, yeah. send us it in. And um, we'll, we'll, we'll come and visit. Not literally. But we'll uh, certainly talk. That, yeah, of course. And if you are hopefully listening to this in your car or uh, making a cup of tea or whatever and thinking, mm, they never talk about it, get in touch and we will talk about it. Yeah. And also, I think I'm going to force feed this podcast on the international business coordinators. The poor chaps. I'm going to take their uh, email address and send it to them because an overview of what's happening in the network is exactly what they need yep. so that they can share it 
with uh, their firms. In fact, a good example, the, my closing point was I had a fantastic evening, lunchtime for them in New York, mm. evening for me in France, speaking to the A-team uh, about the network, what's in it for them. I th it's a very challenging thing to do. You say, well, we're a member of this network. Our, our boss has decided to join this. Why? What's the point? Yeah. What's useful for it? So I gave that presentation. You'll be able to find a copy of that presentation on the TGS Hub. But also what was interesting was that Cameron was present. He's the international business coordinator for the A-team. And at the end, the managing partner of the firm said, if you have any questions, ask Cameron. Cameron will find out, not ask Andrew. Yeah. So that, that connecting point between the firm and the network, you see how important that can be. That's a process. It's a process. And also. every second counts. <laughs> exactly. Andrew, thanks very much Thank indeed. you, Peter. See you next time. Merci beaucoup.